Here at Dynamite Download, our thoughts and prayers go out to Mr. Brody Lee and his family and friends, John Huber. Uh, he was truly inspiration to many as we see the outpouring on social media, and he will be truly missed. Download. Welcome to AEW Dynamite Download. We are in quite quite the headspace coming out of this week's episode. Um, don't mind me. Uh, I'm I'm just coming out of that that uh, ending of this episode. Everybody, like my, I am just teary eyed. Um, Glad I'm wearing my shades. My usual. Yeah, shades. you lucky guy. That's, you got the gimmick. Sure. You got the gimmick going. You got the the free uh, the the free emotion cover there. My, I'm, I'm, a, I was a mess at the tonight's, at the end of tonight's episode. I held it together really well, but that, that ending, guys, um, girls, uh, it, thank God, my wife, my wife brought me an old fashioned because she yeah. knew I was gonna need it. Um, that was, that was quite the ending. Let's get into it really quickly here, SPD. Um, you know the guys, and the team, the family uh, at AEW, did such an incredible job honoring Brody Lee. I agree. Um, if you think about, you know you step back and you think about what they had planned for this week. Um, if you imagine running an organization and, and the plans they had in store for this week, you know, a world title match with Kenny Omega and Phoenix, um, you know, there, there was some things that they had in store and then everything came crashing to a halt and the quickly, and very quickly. Life, yeah. Sure. Life, life hit very fast. Um, and we, you know, the, like the thing that I'll take away from this is that the shadow that Brody Lee cast um was massive the man is the man's impact on so many lives that visual that you show there truly it's more like a, a sun a sun shining versus a shadow because clearly a he was a ray he was a ray of light for many i mean every one of these people on the stage could say countless things that we would never know that he touched these people individually you know on the base and we heard a lot of it tonight yeah, the, the man's legacy scratched the surface of it. Yeah, I mean, there were so many um, touching tributes throughout the show tonight, and, and I think that that's you know before we get into the card, uh, typically we like to jump right in and talk about the matches and, and things like that. But let, before we get into the card, SPD, I feel like um, coming off the heels of, of the way the show ended, um, to see what AEW was able to do, what they were able to put together, um, and the way in which they they honored uh, Brody Lee, his family, um, to rally around. To, 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 it's one thing to, you know, if you look at what they did here, um, for me, the thing that I'm taking away from this is AEW truly is a family. It, it would take you know, their ability to get through this together, um, to put on a show like this, uh, to honor Brody's family, his legacy that, you know, they, they clearly are trying to do their best to take care of, um, of the Huber family. Um, 
to, to do all this in, in such a quick turnaround time and react with such, to, so to react with such class, right. Um, it, 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 I'm just blown away and it, it just makes me so proud to be a fan of this company. I mean, I just, I'm of truly, course. I'm blown away, man. I, I felt like this was, this was pure class. Um, it was an emotional roller coaster ride, you know, and that and I think that's life, right? I mean, life is an emotional roller coaster ride. Laugh, there's so many laughs, so many tears. I think all of us can agree this was really a beautiful, touching uh, tribute to a great man. And uh, you, you know, we put it there. You know, they talked about the, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling dads. You know, it's just you look at the legacy that Brody Lee carried with him beyond the wrestling ring. I think that for a wrestling company they did a great job of honoring what he did in the ring, but more so highlighting how special he was outside of it. Exactly. It was a uh, definitely an extremely emotional show. Um, you know, of course, everything from top to bottom was a classy, classy move by AW, classy move by the Khan family, uh, the way they started and ended the show and all throughout. And I love, I'm very, very, very happy that there was an actual crowd there. And it seemed like a very large crowd there too. Um, and it really helped the matches helped, helped the emotion. Not that you really needed that because it was full of emotion. <laughs> I mean, the crowd yeah. was hot. They were, you know, chanting, cheering and, and the love for it. And um, the nonstop tributes throughout the show was very touching. And it just was, you know, the common theme was just how good of a person he is. You know, it's one thing to be a star in the ring and it's another person to be just a good person. And that was the biggest takeaway that I was, I took away was that he was a great person and he was a family man and he was just a lovable, a lovable guy, you know, yeah. his in-ring career and in-ring style and everything is totally separate. You know, I'm, I'm just looking at him, Brody Lee, John as the man. And that's what the right. saddest part to me about it and he was clearly universally loved by aew and we heard it from so many different people um throughout the show and we're seeing it uh, the outpouring the overwhelming outpouring online for this yeah. and it's like you know this one just hits home a lot more for me you know we, we've seen a lot of wrestling stars um perish in the past you know too young gone too gone too quick gone too young it's a, it's a but this is just tragic trend of the industry it is yeah. very tragic trend of the industry but this one for me just hits so much more home because i've been following his his journey more closely you know nowadays in age with social media and podcasts and tweets and instagram and anything like that you can get to know you know pull back the curtain as you've said on the wrestling which makes it so much more fun to follow and with Brody Lee and Luke Harper, you know, pulling back the curtain, uh, seeing who he is. I mean, how smart he was and, and being a hockey fan and being from Rochester and being a librarian, like all these like things like his journey from, you know, nothing to this stardom to just and nothing changed. It seemed like in his heart, nothing changed in his head. And it just, you know, we heard it first from John Moxley, who is typically and consistently a person who really holds his emotions tight to him. And he's more professional, Absolutely. you know, he's not active on social media and he's, he's not a person who really, I mean, you saw, I mean, he was, his, his beanie was down over his eyes essentially. And he spoke from the heart and you could tell this is not something that he does every, every week or at all, no. you know, and it really was, uh, such a powerful promo from Mox. You know, it was a five-star promo in my opinion. You know, you know it. What I really loved about the Moxley is that we're like I keep the the common theme, the universal theme is that we're celebrating a great human, and that he's leaving a legacy to inspire others to be a good person 
every day. And that's what we talk about in Dynamite Download, you know, the powers of positivity, uplift others as you climb, you know, you know, just bring positive vibes. And uh, Brody Lee was, seems to me, and just based on what we're seeing and what we've experienced, represented that to 100% and beyond. Yeah, I, I think um, you mentioned when we get to follow these these athletes on, on social media, we do get to see a little different side of them. And, and it does make us feel like we're connected on a different level. Um, I think that combined with the fact, SPD, that, you know, we're, we're, we're growing up, right? Um, we have we – have, aspirations of being fathers of our own we have we have fathers that we see are are increasingly mortal um mm-hmm. and it, it just the older you get the the more in touch you get with uh the big picture of, of life and what's really important and i think that For sure you know i think that all of us are on different stages of our journey and we all realize those values at different walks of life you could be you could be 14 years old and you could be you could have what is really important to you and your values set or you could be 45 and still not know mm-hmm. um and i think you know and this is an instance where moxley talks about it um he's known the man for a long time over a decade and right um even jericho jericho i love jericho's segment you know where he talked about he'd worked he'd worked with with Brody 27, 27 times. Um, That's probably more than anyone on the roster. Yeah. Right. And you have that kind of trust and that sort of relationship with someone you get to see the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, And, you know, for, for Jericho to share the story he did about John's Brody Lee's mindfulness, his respect for other cultures, um, a desire to want to learn and grow and be better um that combined with a lot of these stories of la- that made us laugh and and brought joy to us you know even the in-ring segment with with uh, john silver throwing the papers that there's so <laughs> many things across the board tonight that made us see you know brody john was further along in the journey um than he, he was more mature. He was mature beyond his years. He knew very young, very, very young age that he wanted to be a great dad. He wanted uh-huh. to be a great husband and how he got there, you know, he figured it out, but he never let that pull him away from what his true goals uh-huh. were and what really, what, you know, what he wanted his character to be. And I think, you know, we, we get put into tough situations. You just see those, the character rise out there. And, and I had a lot of respect for the man. Um, to go through the road like he did to go through those travels, like he, like he had done and, uh-huh. and the temptations at every doorstep and to be focused on his family. Um, it's something that we all can admire and we all can recognize, man. Like, I don't know. I, I, this one hit me hard. Um, I'm with you just in that regard. I feel like, I feel like Brody, um, he had a, he had a, his losses as Eddie Kingston said, um, is going to teach us a lot, all a lot of lessons that we're going to carry with us. And as long as those lessons um, are in our hearts, he's never going to die. I think that so many of us are just, just interacting with so many of you guys on social media um, and then talking to you about this SPD, uh, this, this really caused us to step back and gain a little perspective. Um, 
we've always been pushing for, for, you know, building each other up, um, reminding your, reminding yourself when you have those moments, when you see other people have success and things like that, uh-huh. um, not to get jealous or, or spiteful, but to be proud and excited for them. Cause it's, it's all, it's all relative, man. You don't like, just because someone else is succeeding doesn't mean that you are failing. So I think that's exactly what there was a Darby lot Allen said. Yeah. Darby Allen said it best. I mean, he was saying his promo really surprised it's funny, me. It's yeah. funny. You had Darby's image up there because that really was the about. theme. That was really was the theme of what Darby talked tonight. Yeah, is, you know, was- uh, so many guys, especially in the wrestling industry, so many guys, SPD, um, when you're, when you're fighting for a spot, you feel like there's only so much room for, for the top guy. And, you could cut somebody out from underneath them, you know, and, and Darby really highlighted that. That's a, I appreciate you putting that up there, brother. That's yeah, Darby, it was, it was great. I mean, he, he nailed it on the head. I mean, how uh, Brody was not there to take someone's spot, but he wanted there to, he was there to elevate and uplift others. And that's, that's very rare in a dog eat dog essential environment that we're you're aware of. And that's almost in every environment, any business or any job, you know, world, a lot of it is dog eat dog. Is- and, you know, yeah. to be supportive and uplifting, you know, there was no ego with Brody, he said again, and how he wanted to wrestle. And that was his dream match. And so uh, it was a powerful segment. I mean, we heard from so many different stars. I mean, Moxley really set the bar with his promo. Darby was going to ask you. Dax I mean, I was great. I wanna, yeah, I don't want to put um, there's no there's no sort of elite or delete any of that type of stuff that, that, no, that just doesn't not. feel right. Right. But leaving tonight. um what are a couple let's before we get into the show and we focus in on the, the meat of it hmm. what are a couple if you can spd if you can just what are a couple of the the tributes or the segments or the the moments from tonight's special episode that really hit you hard and you're gonna you're gonna carry with you going into the week ahead and into the new year i mean if i have to just stick on the tributes uh, i mean overall the whole show is just it's gonna be one to it's a tough one to swallow, but it was a home run. And then some, it blew it over. It blew my expectations times 50. I mean, it was from top to bottom and an A plus show in my opinion. Um, the, for segments wise, you know, I really liked Chris Jericho's um, he always has some good stuff to say. And, and just me being a dog lover, I know when dogs, you know, my wife always calls me the dog whisper, you know, all dogs love me. Essentially they try to, or, or I just love all dogs. So yeah, um, I get the part where he was just like how he has a dog that doesn't like anybody, but it was so welcome to John and, and, you know, dogs have their own way they of know, communication, brother. but they know, you know, they have a sense, you yeah. know, when, when you're walking down the street with your dog and it starts barking at someone or something like they know, they know when you're sad, they, they, they have this, oh, this dude, yeah. sense that they, we don't have. Yeah. And that really stuck out. Um, you know, uh, and then the Darby one we talked about was another great one. And then the, da- you know, the FTR one, just, you know, reading his on just on social media, not necessarily the one on dynamites, but just the one on social media was just yeah. really, um, powerful, emotional, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. From there, I gotta. No, I'm man, no, you're good, dude. I mean, yeah. for me, um, I, I felt like everybody tonight did such a great job in honoring, um, mm-hmm. honoring Brody. But I, you know, I'm gonna definitely leave tonight recognizing, you know, for the dark order, that's going to be one thing that I'm going to, I'm going to push forward going into the new year, the dark order, the members of the dark order. Um, I'm going to really try my best this next year to, 
try to encourage them and, and support them and, and push them, you know, um, as a fan. Um, these are a lot of young, I mean, you look at the dark order, that roster, I mean, outside, of, I mean, Coco Banna has obviously been around with, with uh, the indie wrestling scene for a long, long time, but the majority of that crew is, is really young and mm-hmm. um, has a lot of upside. I, I, I'm going to particularly try to push for, you know, we love Johnny Hungy on this, on this um, team here, but Anna, mm-hmm. Jay, um, Anna Jay showed tonight. I was really proud of her performance tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Preston Vance had a moment tonight um, that he's going to remember for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. So, you know, losing, losing someone like Brody um, in that crew is going to, is going to really be hard for them, but I, I'm going to, that's going to be one group that I'm going to be really pushing forward and going into next year. Um, These I tears are real like, from John Silver. I mean, everything you saw was real, you know, I mean, look at that. Yeah. So um, it was a, it was a really beautiful show. I, I think that they're, you know, like we talked about with Jericho, his, his being thoughtful. Um, and, and even with the Jericho thing itself, hmm. you know, Jericho has been criticized a lot on social media. Um, a lot of people have been, been quick to throw stones at him. And that, you know, even just another reminder to, for me tonight was, you know, let's, let's not cast judgment. Let's not be so mm-hmm. quick to, to jump down people's throats, man. You look at what, what, what Jericho was able to say tonight and the perspective that he offered it just showed like a real thoughtfulness of him and his core values. And so um, I think that'll, that'll be something that I'm, I'm going to carry with me going into the new year is, you know, don't, don't be so quick to react, you know, be thoughtful, um, try to, try to observe more than you speak. And so that's going to be something that uh, I'm going to carry with me based off of some of the things I learned from, from this wrestling show. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, what wrestling can teach us. Um, I am absolutely the person I am today because of wrestling. I've been a fan since I was a little kid. So, uh, what I love about professional wrestling is, um, that it feels like a family and Mm -hmm. the show continues to evolve and the show goes on. You, you, I mean, that's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful reflection of life. Um, the tide keeps going guys. Uh, we, you know, we, we only have a, a short period of time on this earth and, um, yeah. the, the, the earth keeps spinning even after we're gone. So this was a, this was a great reminder. Um, they did a great job of honoring Brody Lee, but also so many of the characters tonight, um, were in, they were in character and, and they, they kept the show going. They made us, they entertained us. They put, they put on a performance that um, actually planted seeds for feuds that I would love to see. I mean, I thought that oh, gosh. Brody Lee Jr. did such an incredible job of booking the show. There's so many things that came out of the tonight's show that I want to see going forward. Um, starting off, I'll be honest with you, SPD, you throw the, the, those, uh, the match results up for us. Uh, the Young Bucks and Colt Cabana going over Hardy Party. I mean, what a great blend of experience and teamwork. You, we call the call back to the Young Bucks versus uh, Private Party, that, that great matchup that they had with those guys. Um, really, really great way to start off the show. We hear oh, yeah. download. We love when AW Dynamite starts off with a tag match. You know it's going to be a good show. And the Young Bucks have been putting on, I feel like, some of the most consistently good tag team wrestling. I mean, this is going to be one of those things when you look back on their career, 
you want to go back and you're going to want to look at this chapter of the young bucks they're, they're this title reign um they're just putting on really consistently great matches and uh i, I felt like you know go, transitioning into the next match spd um oh yes i mean the young the bucks tag were team. your yeah. tag team of the year you as the our dynamite download awards right uh, you know this the Stu grayson evil uno lance archer versus eddie kingston the butcher and the blade um we'll dive deep into that but it was a dominating performance by lance archer oh my gosh not to spoil the thunder with our full analysis but it to me it was a world championship performance by archer and it was quite the tribute to um brody the way he came out and um that match was outstanding and the next match to me stole the show oh man um you know, you got to introduce that that Kingston Butcher the Blade match, man. That everything about that match was there was so many moments that I I, I love that. But dude, um, I felt like this John Silver, the, the the good, the bad, the hungry Johnny Silver, Alex Reynolds, and Hangman Page versus the MJF led Inner Circle crew, like that that MJF Santana and Ortiz. That like I loved MJF's uh, Puerto Rican gear. That was just like. Just uh, I can't wait to talk oh. about that match, dude. Oh, yeah. What we'll a match that was. That. Um, really, really entertaining, emotional, um, and, and again, served an example of uh, why we love MJF as the heel of the year. He was the unanimous unanimous pick here at Dynamite Download. For speaking a of, yeah, speaking of heels, uh, Anna Jay and Taykani took down Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. You know, uh, typically that's kind of like a, a four heel group right there but you know it was it was still an entertaining match and you know once again just to keep the theme going the dark order came out on top and the emotions ran strong with um those those four ladies in the ring and uh it delivered yeah i mean that that match that match like was one of the killer matches on this card i mean all four girls uh totally delivered um absolutely incredible love that match can't wait to talk to you about it more um and then you know brody's dream team great cody great Rhodes. picks great what picks. a what a i mean you look at that crew man that's that's just quite the, the group and, and we you know here at team you know dynamite download we we love team taz so yeah this match was uh this match was awesome man what a what a pairing of talent we would never really get the opportunity to see 10 cody and oc no, together in a circumstance not. but so, it worked so well and it was what very a great well yeah, what a great uh, pairing that turned out to be. Really, really highlighted the the individual strengths that each three each of those three brought to the table. But we'll put off that to the end of the show. We're gonna follow the format like <laughs> we normally do. SPD. I'm gonna reel it in going into the new year. We're gonna try to be consistent and tight and focused. <laughs> um, so we're gonna get into it. The Young Bucks and Colt Cabana, the tag team champions, teamed up with Boom Boom. To take on the truth is the truth and private party. What a match this was! Big, big, big show showing by uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party over the last few weeks. Um, right, I'm really loving where that th- this tandem is going. But SPD, what were your takeaways from the way this show started? I gotta say, anytime Dynamite starts off with the Young Bucks, we are happy here at Dynamite Download, are we not? Oh, I mean, they could start the show. They can end the show. They are, they got it all, obviously. I mean, they, they are the, the tag champs for a reason. And this match delivered. It was a, a great start to the show. It was, an, you know, obviously, as expected, an emotional entrance by the Dark Order. Um, 
the tandem offense is always by the young bucks is, is second to none. I mean, there's no one that does it better than them too. And, Ooh. you know, I was watching it with some, some of my friends here that ha- are not uh, AEW fans and they were just like jaw dropping. Like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that stuff before. I'm like, this is AEW baby. Welcome this to dynamite. Why- Welcome to the show, man. And That's this right. is time and time again, while they're, they're setting the bar, they're innovative. They're leading the charge. Um, it was, I love that the, you know, back to the, having a crowd there, you know, they're getting the Colt Cabana chats, you know, yep. obviously a guy who's not necessarily been featured recently that much, but you know, th- just the, the wave, the momentum, like you're talking about the dark order wave, that's going to continue past this week. I feel confident with our, you know, join dark order January recruitment month. We're going to do, um, you know, it was nice to see Colt do on a run and all, all the springboard backflips that he was doing were very, very impressive. He looked very strong in the ring. He looked very yeah. comfortable in the ring as, yeah. I mean, he's a veteran. Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting how private party was kind of playing the heel moves and they were getting a little booed, you know, Hardy is kind of on the fence with, you know, kind of doing like a double cross heel stuff, yeah. uh, and how I he knocked he down up on that SPD, right. Uh, he was getting a lot of booze. It was strange. And Hardy, how he knocked down a private party off the top ropes. It kind of looked force slash intentional you know i don't know mm-hmm. um yeah. it was a great finish to the match for sure it was i loved it um i think it was a great way to start the show and uh, you know this is going to be a you know consistent theme for me that it being an elite you know because it delivered on everything i wanted to and more you know it made everyone look strong yep. it was uh entertaining it was uh high pace and everything so this match definitely was elite i loved how they kept showing throughout the whole show brody jr uh throughout yeah. the crowd and you know it probably means more it will probably set in for him more years and months down the line to him what this night meant to him you know living in the moment right now um you know i read some some stuff that happened before last dynamite taping how you know brody jr came out and uh tapped out kenny omega uh, I don't know the whole story behind it, but I don't know if you know about that, but he came out and tapped out Kenny Omega and he won the world championship. And um, it's pretty cool stuff. So, and then what happened tonight throughout the show was uh, really, really special. Yeah, man. I mean, th- that's the thing, right? I mean, AEW um, top to bottom, this organization is pure class. I mean, like Tony Khan, I mean, again, I- I'll emphasize it. I mean, the Khan family, um, what they've done for – for this entire organization, right? I mean, we talk, talk about their their focus on on COVID testing, their um, their ability to encourage a, a modified schedule for a lot of these you know um, workers to make mm-hmm. things easier on them. Um, the lifestyle. I mean, you could just tell. You and I have talked about it so many times on Dynamite Download. The team there feels happy. Um, they yeah. feel like they're 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 yeah. grateful to be there together. I was watching mean, Brian Cage um posted something over the holidays about just what a family it feels like how blessed he feels to be a part of this family here um so i I gotta say top to bottom they do a great they do a great job with um creating a a company based off of values that are real um Mm -hmm. i respect that and the young bucks the young bucks lead the charge on that right they're a part of they're a great tag team but they're also part of the leadership um the executive group here and i think that their values um and their path that they've gone on really um has led them to a place where now they can lead other men um you know they're they're reshaping the business here in a way that i really respect um getting into the match itself uh, i gotta say um you know private party it's quick to i I, one of the takeaways i had from this match was man we have been talking a lot about the acclaimed we've been talking a lot Mm -hmm. about top flight 
There's mm-hmm. a lot of these young teams that are coming on the scene that like, man, they're, t- they're stealing the show. When you, we got to see private party in the ring again with the young bucks, it took me back. Rewind the clock. It took <laughs> me back. Gin and so juice style. We got to see the young bucks get upset. Our current AEW tag team champions get beat by private party. And it just made me like, kind of think back to like, man, private party. They're like the OG hot young team mm-hmm. in AEW. Like, Let's not still sleep are hot. On, let's not sleep on private party, right? I mean, Isaiah Cassidy I is agree. getting he's getting better and better. Uh, I think I Mark agree. Keen, Mark Keen's athleticism in the ring is like that dude, that dude can that dude can hold his own. His athleticism is top notch. Like he's one of the like the best, low-key best athletes on the AEW roster. So I you know, th- those guys got a lot of upside, and I would love to see I agree. You know, SPD, you brought up a, a tag title tournament at some point, yep. man, the, the tag title tournament that they could create in this company. I, I mean, think about some of those matchups. I would love to see that with how stacked this AEW tag division is. Um, I think that that really has a place in the future getting into the match itself. Um, Before you get into that, I think young- what we should do, I think that's a, that's a good point. I just thought of it. We should create our own tag title tournament bracket with our dream matches, our dream and results. And we could see the we could see the teams. I like it. And we could see them. We could create the bracket. See, you know, pick the results each week. We'll add a new. You know, do it, and then we'll we'll pick the winner of the tag title tournament that we wish and would hope to to um, face the Young Bucks. Next. All right. Well, SPD, let's, do let's, it. let's let's work on some graphics this week. Yeah. Let's work on getting some polls out there. Um, That's a great. But, yeah, let's do it. You know, I could think of a lot of teams off the top of my head. That I mean, and tonight we got to see them. Um, yeah, but let, let, this tonight, private party and the young bucks, those two getting in the ring together. Um, you and I have talked about so many times, it feels like the young bucks, no matter who they're in the ring with, they are money. It's so fitting that it's so fitting that their entrance is, is with money. <laughs> you know, it's just like that team makes everybody look good. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why even no as an FTR fanboy, like I, like I love FTR. That's my style of tag wrestling. I love their respect for the business. I'm kind of an old school guy, but even with that, I had to pick the young bucks as my team of the year because they continue to find ways to have great matches with teams across the board, variety of skill sets. Um, I mean, you look at this team going up against the heart, like the private party, um, and, and Matt Hardy, their style is so different than a Young Bucks – or sorry, than, than an FTR. Like, their style is so much different, and the Young Bucks still have a way to prepare and knock it out of the park. So I really love the way that these two teams work together. And, again, I like the blend of experience and youth that the, the, the AEW is putting together out there. I really like that. I, I think that you mentioned Matt Hardy's role in this match – his his gimmick is certainly teetering more and more towards heel tendencies. His his ego could not fit through that door behind you. Uh, he, he's got he's got all all this, and he's buying into his own hype, and rightfully so. I mean, yeah. you and I have talked about Matt Hardy has continued to find to reinvent himself, continued to find ways to be entertaining. We are loving the, this version of Matt Hardy. I mean, I love it. So different from what we've seen in the past. But he's absolutely doing phenomenal. I loved it. Um, this is an elite out of me. A, a big, big fan of it. But SPD, 
Um, you mentioned it going into this show uh, on the review of the card. This next match uh, had there was a there was a star making moment for you. So you know I'm not going to even worry about segues, brother. I want to hear, I want to hear because I want to hear you spit your take on Lance Archer, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson going head to head with Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade. Now you know this is a con- continuation of us getting to see Kingston and his crew. Running, running rough shot, right? Those guys have been engaged in one of our absolute favorite feuds in AEW. Mm-hmm. We got to see, you know, oh, Lance yeah. Archer finally get his hands on Eddie Kingston tonight. This was a big moment in the making. What were your thoughts on this one, man? You, you definitely came away impressed, huh? I think Lance Archer, you know, he was uh, up for my top performer of the night in many different reasons and ways. Um, just the way he presented himself. I mean, he came out just, I mean, the mimic of Brody, Brody Lee, Luke Harper wardrobe with the white beater and the jeans, you know, that really, at first I had to take a second look and then I was like, okay, I get it now. You know, um, this is a true class act, a true classy move. And, you know, the fans loved it and he was, you know, really feeling the baby face and, and, and that, and not only that, but this, this is the best I've seen him in the ring in a while. And granted, he hasn't been getting a lot of ring time in terms of one-on-one matches and stuff, but he looked like an absolute star. He looked like an absolute champ. He was walking those ropes, doing the backflip, the crossbodies. He looked so damn strong. The choke slam. I mean, he was just so dominant. He stole the show of this match. He was definitely the MVP of this match by far. And, I mean, we've been preaching – you know, we've been on the bandwagon of Lance Archer for, for a long time. And this is just another level. He took it up to another level and you can tell even him on him, the emotions, you know, but the, to the start, the match, you know, before, you know, Eddie, his promo, he has to stay true to his two heel. I loved it. Which was yeah. great. And then he quickly was just like, I love you, Brody. And then, but he has to stay true to it, which is, which I get. And it worked perfectly. Uh, like we'll talk about next match with MJF, you know, it worked perfect. It was short and sweet. It wouldn't be an Eddie Kingston match or it wouldn't be Eddie Kingston on TV if he didn't, you know, flap his gums, you know, right. It would exactly. definitely would it. But, well you know, said. overall, of course, you know, like Uno and Stu have some great chemistry. They got some great moves. They got some great tandem stuff. They're, they're clearly comfortable together and they're fun to watch. Uh, you know, we we love Butcher and the Blade. We are on the Butcher. We are Team Butcher and Blade 100. percent And um, this match had its place. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, Team Ta- or Taz getting involved, Jake the Snake getting involved. Yeah, uh, it was throwbacks, nice <laughs> good yes. feeling moments for sure. So yeah, this match for sure. I mean, it hands down an elite match for it, me. There's no way. I mean, there's can, no. I mean, you might as well Lance's performance, man. It was an elite. Yeah. And that stole the sh- that stole the match for me, and that wasn't even you know there's so much more that happened in the match for to happen. So it was just it was a great match. Lance Archer looks so strong. Everything about it, I loved. I w- I want to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, um, SPD. I want like when we've been talking more and more about our videos and how you know how we can engage you guys as fans even more. I want this to be like the the rebirth of the Murder Hawk. I want yes. the title of this video to be like this dude. Um, I, I tweeted out at some point during the match. I was like, holy smokes. So Lance Archer, how is it fair that a guy like Lance <laughs> Archer can, can grab a dude like, like blade, right? I mean, blade is jacked to the gills, right? But how is it fair that a guy like Lance Archer can grab him and choke slam him like with the authority that he did, then walk the ropes 
leap off the ropes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How is it fair? That This is a monster right here, man. Like this dude, Lance Archer, is next, next level. Uh, this performance was a reminder of, like, we talk about Brody. One of the things we love about Brody beyond what a great man he was he, he was entertaining big man in the ring. Mm-hmm. That fella, he was a big boy, strong. But I remember how, how many dives that man would take. I mean, mm-hmm. Brody, would put, Brody would put caution to the wind, and he would go all out. And Lance is that type of mentality. You and I love that classic. It's becoming a trademark move for, for Lance Archer. The, the cross body off. Oh, I love that cross body. Over the top rope cross body. Lance Archer is showing very quickly, and this was a great match, SPD, for that very reason, man. If you are trying to sell Lance Archer's stock, show a fan this match, man. This dude is a beast. I'm all in. I'm buying. And then, brother, Butch comes in to try to even the odds, right? The big man from Kingston's crew going against the big man from from this team. And it wasn't even close. I love Butch. But – Archer makes Butch look like a munch. Archer's <laughs> towering over him, man. Just the power, the athleticism, the speed, the burst that the Murderhawk has been showing. Dude, this, this match was a great reminder why, if you rewind the clock, I wanted I wanted Archer to beat Mox way back then. Mm-hmm. Me too. Dude, I was on the I was ready for it. This, so I'm right there with you, brother. This was. I, my takeaway from this match, holy smokes, do we need to see Lance Archer on Dynamite again? Oh, yeah, my this, gosh, man. I was up at 7 this morning at the gym. I saw – don't remind me while I was sleeping. Go ahead. <laughs> and I was listening to Everybody Dies, and I, I posted, I said, if this doesn't get you going, nothing will, because I was just pumped for it. Everybody. It's such a great tune, man. Yes. And, and that's a shout-out to AEW, man. So many yep. uh, so many wrestlers have great entrance themes. So many wrestlers have great entrances in general. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I tweeted about that during the Cody match tonight. Just, like, big match Cody has, like, the coolest entrance I've ever seen. Yes, uh, but, man, it. Thunder Rosa's entrance music is sick. There's so yep. many people. Butcher and Blade, you know, Butcher's entrance is iconic in itself. That walk he does. Oh, I love the stomp. Uh, so I will say this, right? I, I'm glad you pointed out the Kingston promo going into it. This was a moment kind of that pivoted the whole show. And I got to mm-hmm. give Kingston his props for having the cojones and the stones to uh, to cut that promo, right? Because it could have been one of those shows that was a tribute show in and of itself and was just contained and entertaining based off of it, the catharsis of us seeing these guys out there again. Right. Um and the honoring of, of Brody, but Kingston had the cojones to play the character, to be the big, you know, the, the mouth, like the, there's trash talking street, like nasty New Yorker that we know he is that mentality that he carries with him. Um, I love that. I love that. I love, I love that. And one of the things I put out there, um, you know, we got to see two sides of Kingston tonight, right? We got to see uh, him in character, yep. playing that like that despicable heel, talking smack any chance he can. Eddie Kingston's the type of dude that would like if you turn around, he'll spit in your drink just because he thinks it's funny. Um, <laughs> he's that kind of guy, right? But we got to see him on a raw level 
in yeah. his tribute to Brody. And, you know, I just, I love how emotional I'm an emotion. You know, me SPD, I'm, yeah. I'm an emotional guy. Um, I love how raw and real Eddie Kingston feels all the time, man. And that, that's, that's why he was our top performer. You and I both picked him. I mean, I know Bonds was on Team Taz. He got he got Taz as his top performer. But that's way why re- that's the main reason why I picked Kingston as my top mic performer right. of the year. Is just every time he's on the stick, dude, it feels like everyone listens, and it feels like he's being raw. Like he's just. It feels like he's not acting. It just feels like it's real, man. Like it right. just. He's like even when he's in character, it just feels like it's a it's a part of him amplified to another level. Kingston. Kingston's the real deal, man. Kingston's the I real agree. deal. And speaking of real deal heels, uh, our heel of the year. <laughs> oh gosh. And uh, and the controversial. He did not uh, disappoint at all tonight. No, the controversial performance by MJF tonight. I know a lot of snowflakes out there. I'm a softy myself, but guys, uh, MJF was just being his character, man. I know he was taunting poor Brody Lee Jr. tonight. Um, I, I felt bad. I wanted to, you know, at one point I wanted to jump through the TV and tell MJF, leave the kid alone. Uh, but thank God, you know, Brody smacked, Brody Lee was able to crack that, that Kendall stick across to MJF's head. Right. Got the ultimate comeuppance. Man, MJF is so good at being bad, isn't he? Oh my gosh. Is he ever? I mean, he didn't win unanimously the best heel from dynamite download for a reason i mean just yell i mean just from the entrance alone i mean he came out with the, you know the puerto rican tights i love that and, and you know just the way he's just walking he's got the headband on and i knew he was gonna be true to himself as he should be and it worked so well i mean just look at this i mean this guy <laughs> this guy exude this, this whole match after like I, te- I was texting you guys i said as soon as this match over i was like okay that's the show i mean what more i mean that stole the show that yeah. match and and then top to bottom I mean, let's get into it real quick i mean you showed you let's let's before we get into the re- the rest of the night the, the, before we get into the match itself you showed the picture mjf's gear like that whole let's let's focus johnny silver had some a special tribute gear uh, and you're showing it up. You're going to show it up here right now. Yeah. Johnny Silver had a really, he had a Brody Lee tribute gear and truly um, I want to see Johnny in that more often. I thought it was awesome. Keep it forever. I, I mean, we, we've mentioned it before. I mean, we were tweeting him out and he needs to rock that gear from moving forward on. I mean, Brody got it for him as a rib, you know, and he looks great in it. He looks awesome in it. He looks great in that gear. Um, yes. I, I, so, so that's one. And then man, I'm all for, I'm all for MJF, Santana, <laughs> and Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. That that, that well. crew is they are on fire right now, man. Like, and I loved MJF's gear. Um, if you were following him on social media, MJF again, his antics tonight should not surprise you. He is always in character. Even he he cut up he cut a pre dynamite promo about how. You know, this is this. Everybody thinks this is going to be a feel-good show about the, the Dark Order, but anytime MJF's on television, it's about him. Uh, MJF is so good at being bad, man. I, yeah. I loved it. I really, really, really like. Um, I want to throw this in there before we we uh, it gets off. You know, we go on to the next match. Um, seeing Santana and Ortiz back out there, brother. Um, you mentioned it previously. You know, we got a chance to see Butcher and the Blade in the ring. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, Young Bucks, Private Party. I mean, there's a lot of tag teams on this mm-hmm. division. 
uh, that uh, are are awesome. But yep. uh, Santana and Ortiz are are at the top of my list. I mean, I, I they I all have been for that. a long time. Yep. You know, I love you know I love my teams, the FTR, the Young Bucks. Those guys are great. And I'm, but Santana and Ortiz are low key. Um, one of the best teams in all of wrestling. Their, their look, their gimmick, their ability to get to go in the ring. Uh, you and I both love their, how entertaining they are. Ortiz's facial expressions are always on point. Um, he's, he's maturing as the inner circle is starting to see conflict within its group. But mm-hmm. Santana, um, that dude – Santana is the truth, man. That guy, you follow him on social media, you know that he's the real deal. He's a real like that's the type of man that I want to be. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's the real real deal outside the ring. And I've been saying this for a long time, man. Like there are certain teams where you see like all right, like best friends. It jumps right out at you. Trent Trent is a workhorse, right? Yep. I've been saying it for a long time, dude. Anytime you watch Santana in the ring, I've watched him in dark on singles matches. You watch him in the ring with Ortiz in these tag matches. Dude, Santana is one of the low, like he is one of the best workhorses in this company. When it comes to actual just in-ring work, I'm always impressed whenever Santana's in the ring, man. That dude is smooth. Like he just he exudes professionalism in everything he does. I'm I'm very impressed by how he carries himself. And I think there are very bright things in the future for for the inner circle, even though we are anticipating um, you know, turmoil in the group. Uh, I, I really was a fan of what I saw out of MJF and, and Santana Ortiz. I don't know about you, but I'd like to see them, them teaming up more often in the future. It worked so well. And, you know, watching Santana and Ortiz on dark last night, um, they were, they were very impressive, a nice solid match. Uh, very impressive rigging. I was happy to see them back working together. You know, they got some great chemistry. Um, I really love when Santana does that suplex, you know, almost like spinner Rooney Booker T yes. style yeah, breakdance leg. Yep. And then they come in and then uh, Ortiz comes in and they double suplex walk forward. I think that move is great. You know, Jericho said it too, you know, how Santana went through a lot of adversity in 2020 as well. You know, um, I agree this, this combo, this trio worked really well. Um, but it was a, uh, you know, surprising on paper to see them lose to the good, the bad, the hungry, but of course. it just, you know, context, it worked and everything, you know, because of the distraction and, and all that, it all worked so well. It was booked so well, uh, executed so well, um, you know, back to the whole match itself, the, the ring gear on silver was spot on. We, we just got to keep it going and the papers, the, you know, the hangman with the papers and then silver with the papers. That was one of the, like the good. It was, more it was subtle, super, yeah. hilarious, feel good moments of the show oh yeah you gotta if i mean if you didn't know what it had to do with you have to watch the the bte brody special um and hopefully that that, you know hopefully more eyes were on the product tonight and yeah that inspired some people to to get into bte spd because you know our love for for the dark order has organically grown over the course of the year a lot of it due to bte so much That's, of what we've seen, the personalities of these these characters that we get to see week in, week out, really we it gets developed on BTE. And I really I wanna I wanna sneak that in there, people. If you're not watching BTE every week, you're uh, I, I have out. a feeling Monday most night. of our most you're of Monday. our fan base is, but if you're not, you really need to check that out. I mean, it's great content. I, I completely agree. I look forward to it every week. They do a phenomenal job. And honestly, like you said it best, if if I was not a following BTE. 
I would still enjoy the Dark Order, but I wouldn't love the Dark Order the way no. we love the Dark Order now. I right. mean, you're getting there because of BT, they're getting so many more opportunities and so much more following. And we're going to just help grow the following with Join Dark Order January, which as they, <laughs> yes, of course. Every time and you say it, you got to throw that hand I know, up. You have to, because I mean, we're, we've, we've been, we've been members of the Dark Order uh, following for, for a long you time. Were, you were in longer than I was. I was I a holdout. But uh, uh, I loved how, okay, so to me, you know, not to steal the thunder, but I will talk about it later. But, you know, my top performer was John Silver because of this match. You know, everything from top to bottom, his emotion, which how could you not be emotional? His ring attire, his finisher, how he took the finisher. He took Brody Lee's finisher. He did it. He did the moves. That seesaw springboard flip with MJF. I have no idea what to even call that because I was just mind blown. I'm like, wait, what's it? Where's he going? What's this? And like, I was just. I had to rewatch it over and over again. There was a GIF, and I kept seeing it over and over. I know. And it yeah, was just uh, outstanding uh, for everything about it. So I, I just loved the way it was finished. And then the biggest surprise of all was Eric Redbeard. And, oh, my gosh, I almost jumped out of my seat and just was like, yes, yes, this was just so great. I mean, obviously, we're huge Wardlow fans, but this was so great. It, it didn't make anyone from the inner circle look no, weak. No, But it just – I hope – for the sake of his him as a wrestler, Eric Redbeard, um, Rowan, as we know him in WWE, he is in AEW. You know, I don't want him to be a replacement of Brody, but it could be tied into as a tribute, as a as an honor to be part of this. Like, I think he has a place here, and there was a lot yeah, of rumors in the more past. Than fair, right? I mean, like if you think about it, bro, like um, he's never going to replace him as he doesn't so want to. It, but no, can, it, yeah. if you were best friend, like, you know, if you and I like dynamite download, right? I mean, if something mm-hmm. happened to me, um, you would do everything you could to try to fill to like make sure that this didn't, you know, die with my legacy, right? Like, and I know this is a small example, but like, right? You know, Eric and and Luke, had, you know, or, or Brody, you know, they had they had a relationship that really um, was paved through years. I mean, their career, I mean, Luke's Luke Harper or Brody Lee's spent many years by this man's side. Yeah. And um, when you develop that bond, that brotherhood, you know, you're going to take it personally mm-hmm. that you don't want his legacy to fade. You don't want what he helped build to fall apart. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't know where eric's place is going forward he looks um, huge but i hope that i hope that he does get that you, you know I, I agree with you like you know it's not a replacement of brody but it's a recognition that this is a brother of mine and i'm mm-hmm. and, and who's gonna fight harder than eric um to make sure that the dark order continues to to honor that's a good point right who I would mean, yeah like, who would want it to push harder than him who's gonna who would be more i mean he, this man would be willing to sacrifice whatever it took to make sure that this group that really Brody crafted, he is the mm-hmm. leader of the, the, he was the exalted one. He's going to do everything in his power to make sure that that group is successful. And that these, all these people inside this group um, continue to, to thrive. Uh, I, I think that there's a place there. And I, I think you look, I mean, and you look at Eric, I mean, the dude is, especially on the AW roster. I mean, AW has this year, done a nice job of infusing some bigger talented big you know big men in the roster Miro came on board um you know we had to see Wardlow get a little bit more shine over the course of the year but when you look at when you look at Rowan 
uh, or sorry, Redbeard, uh, you know, when you look at Eric, he's, he's legitimately, there, there are only so many men that size. And I think that his presence alone would go a long way. Uh, in, in he adding- just manhandled Wardlow tonight. Well said, bro. Who could do that on the roster right now? Look at this. I mean, look at that. Look at that choke. I mean, really, look at how look at the height of that choke slam. I mean, I can maybe at- get Marco stunt that high, but <laughs> other than that, you know, I pride myself in being pretty strong. But like to be to put Wardlow that high. Yeah, I mean, we talk about Wardlow as one of the most impressive big men on AEW. He's our breakout well. star of twenty twenty one. We predict right. I mean, Wardlow, and again, it was nice to see Wardlow show up tonight, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to give we got to give Wardlow some love. It was nice to see him show up tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a great, great point. I think that going forward, there's that we we should think that maybe, just maybe, um, there's a place for Eric in in the Dark Order. I like I like where your head's at. I support it one hundred percent. I like where your head's at with that for sure. I support it. Um, one of the things I want to go is as we transition into the next match, I'm going to say this was an elite for me. Uh, I think it goes without saying. Um, anytime NJF is on screen, it's going to be hard to vote that against that. Yeah, um, I agree. I was a big fan. Uh, this is really the first time we got to see MJF, Santana, and Ortiz together. So I was a big, big fan of that. Yeah. But um, I think I'm starting to become okay with the fact that fact that Britt Baker is my favorite wrestler in AEW other than Pac, maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know. They keep pulling Pac away from me with, with the pandemic. I, I might end up just becoming a, a Britt Baker fanboy. I, I, I even as a Steelers fan, she is. I'm, I know I, I and it, trust me. I'm the Brown. <laughs> tr- don't you, you're going to throw the whole show off. If you, if you bring up that, all right, I, I, the Browns and the Steelers rivalry, it, it, it's very hard for me as a Browns fan to admit how awesome Britt Baker is. But I'm going to say wow. this. Even as a Browns fan, I can admit the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers are an organization that is run right. Um, wow. They're, they're, they, they're consistent. Uh, they are the bar. And, and as a Browns fan, uh, I can even admit that. And I will say – Britt Baker is the bar for women's wrestling to me. I just, the more I see her on the show, um, she's just so bankable every Mm -hmm. single segment. If she's on the mic, even if she's on the mic after she's in a long tag team match like this, the woman can still cut a promo that makes me want to see what's going to happen next. There's something about Britt Baker. She's just hitting her stride, man. I mean, when you flat, when you go back to when this company started, there are very few people on this roster who have grown and who are, who feel more comfortable on screen than Britt Baker. When she started, she felt kind of lost, but ever since she's leaned into this DMD persona, brother, I mean yeah. – Everything she does is phenomenal. This match, and I, it was so nice, and I wanted to use this match as the example because I, I could say it on any match of the card tonight. Yep. This this commentator team tonight with Jericho's addition, I got to say, he won an awesome addition. I want him in permanently one day. Oh, he um, will be. I, I, I mean, please. He has to be. Make that happen. Um, maybe when JR is ready to retire, you transition Jericho to fill that spot because – 
My gosh, is he good. The commentator team tonight has been preaching so much of what your boy Crayfish has been pounding the desk about for weeks. Britt Baker's violence and intensity in the ring has gotten so much more dialed in. The woman is like, she's rabid in the ring now. Uh, her, her confidence, her relationship with Tony Schiavone, like we talked about, but her confidence, her, how smooth she is on the mic. Um, and then this feud with Thunder Rosa, brother, I, everything, every time I see Britt Baker on screen, I'm in, man. I, I, I don't know what I else agree. to say. You know, as the resident um, tough head, I don't even know what you would say. You, you know, are the harsh critic. I am. The, I have been the, the hard advocate. ass about uh, the women's wrestling division. I've been an um, advocate for profession for women's wrestling long before. I mean, you still struggle. Um, I do struggle because you know I. You see matches. I, it's unfortunately, hard. I, like I don't want to compare. Dark. Hey, we see matches. Unfortunately, like what we saw on dark, and I understand right. why women's wrestling still has some some critics out there i want the best vocal. for them though I, I i want the best for women's wrestling and this and is where i gotta say SPD, i want you to have the, i want you to have the mic but this is where i gotta say a person like Britt baker who brings that intensity right you all you're asking for out of the women are to do what 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 makes this look and feel smooth polished professional you want you don't want to have those moments where you almost feel embarrassed, right? And Britt Baker, this match tonight, they did women's wrestling proud. Am I wrong? I agree. I completely agree. And all I want for them is to succeed. And this isn't this isn't uh, a men versus a woman thing. This is no. a wrestling thing. This is a, we succeed for the product. And when you see someone like Britt Baker, who is the leader of the women's division. And when you see someone who like Thunder Rosa, who came out, which we are so happy to see, which she is going to be, she is one of our breakout stars of 2021 that we want to see break out even more. Not that she, she needs much more because she is there. She is, she is the star the that is Baker on the versus Thunder Rosa feud is the feud of AEW. I'm, I agree. It, I know that Darby and, and Darby and team Tez, I know you, you know, but dude, there is no hotter feud in this company. Am I wrong? No, I completely agree. And there, this this uh, tag match was was very entertaining. Uh, it surprised me um, how entertaining it was. A very high pace. The second half of the match was much better, um, and I, I did like the finish. And honestly, um, Anna Jay looked better than ever. I think maybe just you know riding off the emotion. Uh, she's getting more comfortable in the ring. She was smooth. She was the, you know you know great finish. And unfortunately. You know, for us being Britt Baker fans, you know, they got the loss, but it really didn't affect her. It really, it's not going to hurt her in the long run. You know, she came out strong at the end. Um, and I think so, every woman in this match looked good. And that that's yeah. one of the things that I, that's I tough to about. say sometimes too. That's what I, one of the things I tweeted about is all four women brought it tonight. Yeah. Um, I was particularly happy to see Anna Jay be able to get in a tag team match with Tay Conti because mm -hmm. those two are. I mean, th those two are, are sisters like you and I are brothers, man. And yeah. for, for Anna to go into that match um, and, you know, you could tell Anna was Annie, Anna was the queen to the king of Brody, right? I mean, Anna right. was that, that 
she was a very special place in the dark order. And I think that she knew that in her heart and the emotion was riding high for her throughout tonight's performance. Um, for her to be able to have her best friend there next to, next to her, that was special. And um, I got to say all four of these women, I'd love to see any combination of these two, these four going at it again, Penelope Ford, um, you know, you and I have talked at length about Kip Sabian and Miro and that, that dynamic. And we don't talk enough about Penelope Ford because She's great it, in the ring. I think, I think that it's funny because Kip Kip's in this trio and he's so clearly the third most, the third most dynamic of the three Penelope Ford just has that star power. Super bad. That girl just pops when she's on screen. I love Kip. I'm not saying anything bad about the man. I think he's actually quite funny, but um, I think it's it's just kind of humorous to see because I think Penelope Ford doesn't get a lot of shine, but that, that girl can go. I mean, her Hurricane Rana is one of the best in the business, regardless of set, of gender. I mean, she just throws a mean Hurricane Rana. Um, I, I completely that, agree on that. And, and, and I will say, I mean, I'm going to – I want to – going into this segment, SPD, I wanted to talk about Anna Jay um, because I was so impressed by Anna Jay tonight. I, I want to use I want to use this platform almost too to mention, you know, Britt Baker. Um, Britt Baker is kind of like that – they, she, I feel like she's like the Young Bucks. We talk at length about how the Young Bucks are such a great platform or canvas for so many different varieties and styles of performer in the ring. And the way I look at Britt Baker right now with, with how she's hitting on all cylinders as a, as a heel, um, pairing her up with Thunder Rosa, that feud uh, is, is got star-making potential for both of them. Uh, I think that there are Thunder, already stars. Thunder is such a natural baby face and Brit is such a natural heel that place that is going to go places. But after that's done, um, I think that you and I have talked about the winner of that needs to take on Sheeta, who will probably mm-hmm. be our women's champion at that time. Cause man, that woman has fought tooth and nail for almost, you know, eight months to keep that title. Um, I, I will say uh, at, after that happens, if Britt Baker wins that, I want to see Britt Baker go against Thunder or go against Anna Jay at some point. There's something about Anna Jay, even though she's in the you know Dark Order. I think is going to be going through a period of where they're transitioning to heels to faces, right? And I think that it's natural. Uh, Johnny Johnny Silver's a natural baby face. Um, you know, I think that Preston Vance tonight showed that he could be you know he can be a baby face we can get yeah. behind. I mean, the guy's got that power, but Anna Jay, uh, you put her in the ring with Britt Baker. You got two beautiful, hard hitting, intense, violent women um, who are only getting better. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, they really Anna, are. Anna Jay's growth um, as an in-ring performer has really impressed me um, tonight. She really showed well, um, as you mentioned, uh, I, I want to see, I want to see more of her going forward. I want to see Anna Jay go against Britt Baker at some point down the road in a one-on-one matchup. I think that right. Anna showed she's got some skill, brother. I mean, she's young, but that she's got some real talent. I think that there's some title contender opportunities down the road for her. Anna, 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 so oh, gosh. Uh, that match was really phenomenal, but go, leaving that match, SPD, you and I both agree that Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, um, that was the, really what stole the, the, the whole match and the segment. Um, that, that is really the hottest feud going in wrestling. 
And yep. the only competition that we, you know, we can have in AEW is this ongoing feud with Team Taz, Cody, Darby Allen. I mean, it's just such a just look at their faces. Look at Team Taz's faces right now. It just exudes stars. Each each one of the, all four of them, their faces have different different uh, personalities, and it's just it's amazing. And this is the first time we really heard announcers. And Jericho was the one who said Ricky Starks looks like a young Dwayne Johnson. You know, social media has been buzzing about that. And, SPD, you know, nice, it's, nice it's no secret. It is no secret, man. He has got, I mean, you, you've preached it time and time and time and time and time again that Ricky Starks has it. And it is not easy to get it. And he has it all. He has it. And it was a, a great main event for sure. And, you know, I loved, you know, Brody Lee Jr. picking his dream team of OC, Cody, and 10. Um, what a team. It was handpicked I love you know, that. by him. It was great. And by Team Taz, you know, the public enemy number one, essentially, for those guys. So, um, well, that's it was a great example, showing right? by like everyone. We talked about with Kingston earlier in the night where, you know, a guy who won't stop running his mouth off i mean taz taz won like the best mic performer of the year from bonds for a reason mm -hmm. that guy knows how to talk trash and ricky starks sure is uh following in his footsteps my goodness is he good on the mic um yeah. you know i gotta say I, I i did go back and i watched team taz in a um in aw dark their performance and, and those guys when they're in the ring together I really like the blend of, of styles that they have. We've been talking a lot about it since the, the formation of Team Taz, um, how they all complement each other. Yeah. Uh, adding Hook to it is, is, is a nice little touch because he kind of adds that, like, outside pest, um, which will allow – Yeah, we saw a lot, some of him tonight too. It will allow, allow Starks to kind of transition more into an in-ring role with, with Team Taz where, you know, he doesn't have to be that outside sort of – that nuisance, that, that kind of um, pest role while you have the two powerhouses, right? Um, when you have, when you have two studs like Cage and Hobbs, St Starks has been the one that's kind of the one that runs his mouth and gets, gets the team in trouble. Um, having a guy like having hook out there at ringside adds another level where like, how many more things are you going to do to get involved in your, in your opponent's mind, right? Mm -hmm. To distract them, to get in their head. Um, I really like the way that this team blends together, SPD. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that, you know, we've talked about it at length. Team Taz feels like, and, and I'd love to hear from our social media team, uh, but Team Taz feels like the hottest thing going in, in AEW right now. I, I love I love the inner circle, um, and, and it's hard for me to, to say this, but I think that Team Taz has maybe overtook them as the hottest stable in, in, in the company. I, I it, there's a Agreed. lot to like about where this this crew's going. I think they just need more FaceTime. They need more camera time. And I think the the trend will start that once we see in two weeks uh, Darby and, and Cage. Yeah. Um, I still don't think Cage will come out victorious um, at this point, but with Darby's first title defense – but I still want them to be in the ring more. And, and even, you know, just, they, they just need to be showcased more inner circle is, you know, consistently showcased more time throughout the two hours. So they, they kind of have the benefit there as they should. Both, both factions are just great, great factions. Uh, great factions. No, I'm not, I mean, and this isn't, it goes back to what we talked about, right? This goes back to what we talked about where just because one person shining doesn't mean another one shouldn't shine at all. Right. Yeah. Like, 
both those factions are awesome. And quite honestly, I've had some conversations with some friends. Um, you know, we want to, I'd like to see the inner circle and team Taz get into it at some point. We've seen, we've seen, that would be great. We've seen, you know, you've, we've seen signs of like that alpha male mentality from both groups. Right. Um, well, I mean, I would love to see those those crews go at it for who's the top dog, who's the top the top team in the company at some point. Yeah. Um, but, but they're definitely involved in their own feud right now. Team Taz with Darby, that moment where we got to see Darby and Sting both come out. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that was quite telling. Um, well, I will say before we get into it, SPD, I'm going to throw throw it over to you to give me your a lead or delete of this match. But the thing that I love the most about this matchup, and I I, I saw it throughout uh, as a trend throughout the show, um, but this was such a great blend of styles of in ring mm-hmm. performer. I, I one of the things I was taking notes on when I was watching this match, you know, you look at it, Team Taz. Brian Cage, Will Hobbs, you have two absolute powerhouses in the ring. Right. And putting them in there against Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes and Preston Vance, underrated powerhouses. I mean, we don't recognize Cody's strength a lot of times. Cody oftentimes gets lumped into that very – he's an all-around wrestler, right? He, he doesn't have any weaknesses. Um, but Cody's Cody's built, brother – um, mm-hmm. and you, and you, we, you and I both know that 10 puts in the work that dude is jacked. Um, I really liked seeing the, the, the core powerhouses going against each other. And then you had that wild card thrown in there where you have Starks and, and OC, which, Hey, we haven't seen, we've seen Starks focused in on Darby Allen, but another body type, another wrestler, who is a face that could make a very natural opponent for a Starks down the road at some point would be orange Cassidy. I really would like to see the, those two in the ring together because their styles would mesh so well. And you have such a great natural heel with, with Starks and such a great natural baby face with OC. I feel like so many of this show kind of felt like it was a hodgepodge of, of talent thrown in together. But what I loved about it, and, I, and I'm leaving tonight's show, there were so many instances where I walked away saying, man, I want to see so-and-so against so, – I mean, again, Britt Baker versus Anna Jay. I'd love to see Ricky Starks versus Orange Cassidy. There's so many examples of, of – I mean, Those would be great. MJF and Santana Ortiz against, again, King – I would love to – I'd love to see that more of these things. So – even in a week that was a special episode, I feel like AEW did a nice job of leaving that trail of breadcrumbs, brother. I, I'm engaged. I, I love this company so much. What was your takeaway on this main event, man? How did you feel coming out of it? It's an elite out of both of us. Oh, um, hands down, elite. Fitting. I mean, this is a clear wash elite for across the board of the card. I mean, just I mean, if you take away the emotion side of it, the matches itself were phenomenal. I mean, it was a home run show, yeah, and everything. But then you add all the emotion and the tributes to that; it just exceeded it beyond we can even talk about. But the match itself, you know, with Brody Junior's dream match handpicked, um, you know, Team Taz looked strong and never made them look weak, even though they lost, um, especially with the after match shenanigans. Um, you know, the power by Cage and Hobbs. I mean, we've talked about how those two should just be running through the roster. You know, those Say it again. those those. The Say power of Cage and Hobbs, they should be running through the roster one by one, plucking them off. They could be doing them by five 
at a time, you know, just the powerhouse. I mean, I love like the, the stall suplexes, just, just showing how strong they are. Um, but then you have um, Orange Cassie getting some high marks in, but honestly, 10, 10 and Cody looked awesome together and 10 with the spine buster you know one of probably the best it's it's up for debate being the I mean, best the spine buster in aw man uh, you know the spine buster was great he did the brody bomb tribute you know there was some all you know every everyone in the dark order had their, their little nuances to tribute yeah. to brody it was really great um and typical team taz fat and fashion they you know attacked from behind at the end and then all of a sudden the, you know as the post-match shenanigans were great you know, oh. and how Darby came out and then Sting came out right after him. So they're like, oh, you know, they came, he came out from the same place as Darby. Are they together? What, what are they doing? You know, that oh, was. It oh was my so God. great. I so. love, and this is one of the things I'm starting to try to like emphasize to the wrestling community, guys. I know that so many of us want to try to feel like cool and smart and like we know it, but like, it's awesome to be a Mark, man. I love, I love when you have those moments when you mark out, like how cool was this when the, the lights went out? Darby comes out, the lights go out again. I know. Sting comes out, man. I just, I don't know, man. I just like, I love that. I love when you, when wrestling has that ability to kind of like hit you right when like the emotional side of things and right. take you away from the an- analysis. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. This moment this- was an awesome visual. I mean, we've had several experiences between, uh, Brody and or between Darby and and Sting where you like man the visual of just these two alone is is touching and powerful this um, I, this is the first time I've noticed what was on Bro, uh Darby's face I, dude I said Brody it's because I was reading what's on Darby's face wow yeah I I, this that. is the first time I saw that and so you kind of can miss that on TV because so much is happening so quick but it's a it's a nice tribute very cool that. Man. um this was this was great and then when cody you know they came back and they did they closed out the show very respectfully and i mean the tough one i mean bro you know cody saying you can judge a man's character by how he treats someone who does no good and you know it was just it's a tough segment to get through on many levels you know no Um, i i held it together for most of the night and then dude when when brody jr came in and they and they put his uh his boots oh. down like i just lost it man i just i was crying like a baby and um i just gotta say like everybody involved again like this isn't i mean we 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 here at dynamite download um we're grateful to be a part of the extended AEW family and just the way that we that we feel connected to this product and to the people involved and man like they did such a nice tribute tonight. Um, it was yeah. beautiful. And, and, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't spend this moment while we're talking about this main event. Dude, what a star-making moment for Preston Vance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm rooting for this kid from a, from nowhere city. Claire, I mean, SPD, you know my journey. Uh, I lived out in the middle of nowhere in in the mm-hmm. mid for a while. And uh, – yeah. And Preston's from from Claire, Michigan, which is like a, like I mean, literally, um, there ain't nothing there, folks. <laughs> and for for uh, for him to have a moment like he did tonight, you could see uh, how much it meant to him. Um, I hope that this kid has a real bright future ahead of him. I don't know. I, I felt like this was a real, this was a moment that was heavy. 
Um, but he'll always remember for the rest of his life. And yeah. dude, I gotta say too, before we move on to the re- next week's show, yeah. Um, Cody, that dude is pure class, man. What he had to do is more than I could have ever done. You know, going out there and just like Cody you know, is pure class. Leading man. leading the charge. I mean, he is definitely leading by example. He's he's got a huge heart and it's it's a it was a difficult task to do, but I know he would have had no one else other than him do it. Yeah, I'll say this too. I mean, um you know, you know, I hear all sorts of stories from my dad about how Mr. Shad Khan is um mm-hmm. um I talk I I we we had a little Christmas get together and I talked I told my dad man like the way that Tony has handled the this moment has been so I mean dude Tony's like our age man yeah and for him the way he handled this moment um you are one of your catchphrases is like you know mature beyond his years um i know that you always respect people who kind of have that wisdom who who um don't get caught up in like the the partying lifestyle and stuff man when yeah. you look when you look at how tony handled this whole scenario mm-hmm. um from respecting the privacy of brody and his family um, for months where we we as fans were blindsided but they knew the struggle right um, for respecting the privacy of the family to the 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 message tonight the doing i mean signing brody jr to a contract <laughs> i have the utmost faith that like that family is going to be in good hands i mean I, I i told my dad i was like man tony Tony was mature beyond his years, man. Tony, Tony really handled this whole scenario as classy as you could possibly get. And so I, I got a got a lot of love for what AEW is doing right now, man. And um, I have a feeling that this company is going to be around for a long time. I've seen some people making some jokes um, about the contract that Brody Lee Jr. got, and I got to say, it disgusts me. Um, and I yep. think that they're going to be proved, they're going to be forced to eat their words in a positive way. I'm going to say, it'll make me smile when I see Brody Lee Jr. Um, we don't even need to give those people the time. No, of day no, no I'm saying, I want to say right now, I want to say like, it's going to make me really smile when I see Brody Lee Jr. out on, on AW because I have a feeling this company is going to, this company is built on SPD. You and I talk about this a lot. Yeah. This company is built on people who are chasing their dreams, yeah. And like this company is built on people who believe in believe in what they're doing, um, believe in each other. And you could see it. Tonight was a family. Tonight was this was not like a company producing a tribute show. No. This was a family coming together to honor a man. All hands and that's on a deck. difference. That's a difference, right? Like this was not some overly stylized, overly produced uh product that was out there to get clicks. Right. This was a, a, a family of people who love each other, who care about each other, who wanted to honor a man that, that they are going to miss. And I think that they did such a great, I mean, that such a difference in, in how they presented this product. I'm very impressed by AEW and the class that they had. And, I, and I'm rooting for this company going into 2021. 
Um, as we look forward to the future, next week's show is going to usher in the new year, SPD. And um, we're finally going to get that Kenny Omega versus Phoenix match Ooh. that you've been chomping at the bit for. <laughs> so finally, I mean, my gosh, uh, I, before, before the holidays, when you found out that uh, Omega and Phoenix were going to be in this, all I heard about from you was that this was going to happen and how exciting match of the year. Match. Oh my gosh. Freaking, it's going to start 2021. Hey, so this. strong. Thank gosh that this match was bumped to next year because we would have had to throw we would have had to re-record our uh, end of the year awards ceremony because we ended up having to put all sorts of lauding praise for match of the year. I got a feeling Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix is going to be one of those matches that uh, is going to make some people's jaws drop, dude. Like these two, yeah. At it, we didn't hear from Kenny tonight um, on Dynamite, but um, you know his presence was felt for sure. As always, but on social media and stuff. But this card next week, and you know, I'm in Florida right now, and I told you before the show that I'm gonna do everything in my power to get up to Dynamite next week, be, just be, just for that match. But I mean, the card is stacked itself. You know, unfortunately, you know, I didn't, I didn't even have room for all this stuff because the one thing I did forget was another one we're looking forward to is Wardlow and Hager. You know, I yeah. know I was looking at Omega. And I was like, did this get, did that get bumped? You no, just, I, I was just, it, it happened so fast when they're reviewing the card for next week. Like, and I was looking for all this and it was just, it wasn't, it was a uh, miss on my part. It's just, well, let's get into I don't it. know I how mean, they're going to get through it. I mean, Snoop yeah. Dogg's going to be there. You talked about Kenny and Phoenix. Moxley's going to return to get, have something to say. Um, the women's championship is on the line with Abaddon. So, I mean, it's filled. And then they added this eight-man tag match. It is. I mean, I love I love that, too. I, I, that Young Bucks and SCU versus yeah. Acclaimed and TH2. You could see that Again, coming. How many times do I talk about the blending of experience and youth? And, I mean, you get the Acclaimed and TH2 going in a team together. That'll be an interesting tandem. Um, I don't know. This, this show next week, it's going to deliver that Omega and Phoenix match that – uh, I'm personally stoked about. I, I think that that one's going to be great. I know that you're you're annoyingly excited <laughs> about it. Um, yeah. The match that I'm pumped about that you don't even have up on this. Show, that, I know. Me too, man. Match, bro, that match is going to be so so good. I mean, when you talk about two athletic big men, I can't wait to see what those two guys can do in the ring um, together. We're going to see the culmination of that Sheeta versus Abaddon feud. I know that Bonds can't wait for that one. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have those two going at it. And we can and only Cody. imagine what violence, what violence Abaddon's going to put Sheeta Oof. through. But then, yeah, kind of a, a, a out of nowhere match Cody Rhodes versus Matt Seidel, which is you're, you're rocking the Nightmare family shirt. But I know you're, you've been a big Matt Seidel fan. I mean, you've been really impressed by his abilities in the ring. No? These, this could steal the – I mean, okay, minus a Kenny and Phoenix. I mean, this this could be – Come on, come on. This could it's be a, mid, a mid-show stealer or a show opener stealer that could really set the tone. I think they should lead the show with this because it would really set the tone. It's going to be two guys that can work their asses off in the ring. It's going to be true. phenomenal. That's um, true. It, it, I'm, you know, it's all but confirmed that I'm going to be up there next week. So if you follow us along on, on all social platforms, I'm going to be live tweeting. I'm going to send some behind the scenes stuff. I'm going to 
I'm going to be, you know, sending videos of what it's like to be at Dynamite Live in this day and age. So it's going to be a very f- a fun thing to follow along all week. So as soon as I get tickets, we're going to talk all about it so you can follow along and see how you can you can witness and watch the AEW superstars live safely and distancely and what it's like to see a show at Daily's Place in this day and age. And so um, I can't wait it'll be for fun that to follow. SPD. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that SPD. And I think that that's, that's a great reason for fans to continue to follow and subscribe. Because when you talk about, you know, as we're ushering in this new year, I think so many of us are hoping, hey, the calendar is going to flip to 2021 and it's going to change everything. All this COVID right. stuff's going to go away. Everyone's going to be happy and feel good again. Um, and, and we have to recognize that uh, there are going to be protocols in place and mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of measures taken to respect the health and safety of the fans that come. Jericho pointed out a couple times tonight that this fan base, this, this crowd tonight was as hot as they've seen in a long time. I so, agree. You can hear um, it. So I, I can't wait to have you out there. I know you'll be screaming and yelling. You'll be representing dynamite download and, and giving that positive vibes to all those wrestlers, making sure that they get the love and, and the praise that they deserve. But it'll also be an opportunity for you as followers to see really, if you've been on the fence, you know, uh, what do I do? Do I want to go to the show? Obviously AEW is offering some amazing ticket package prices because oh gosh, yeah. SPD, Steel. I know, I know you and that, that, that pocketbook brother, you're always watching that, that uh, your budget is always on best bang for the buck, the best bang for your buck. And man, AEW is offering some incredible ticket deals right now. So um, anybody who's interested in that, you know, SPD is going to bring it to you live. All sorts of great updates on Twitter and Dyna- and on Instagram where he is running that show smoothly, flawlessly, and beautifully on, Dy- on Dynamite Download on Instagram. So make sure you follow us on there and you'll see what it's like. And then hopefully you can be there live and in person and you can support these guys and gals who make us so happy, who right. give us so much great content. Um, we can't wait to go into the next year together as a team and as a family um, and honor Brody Lee as this company continues to grow and to thrive. Exactly. And yeah, follow us along. And we, you know, just before this episode, yesterday, we recorded our award show of the year, end of 2020. We'll be posting that all throughout the, the week as well to end that round out 2020 and start 2021, as well as we did our best to give uh, Brody Lee um, the tribute he deserves. And so thanks for everyone for tuning in until next week.